This episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Faxton, Thaxton, Sexton, and Flax, attorneys at lunch, your go-to for frivolous internet lawsuits. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly international podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tab Bird, and with me today from the land of praying hands, the scourge to doors everywhere, Tim the Handlebreaker. Hey, what's going on? Hey, welcome back. Thanks. Yeah, uh, episode 54. This is your first regular episode. It is. Uh, you yeah, had me on what, two episodes ago, and yeah, I thought two I'd episodes around. Ago. Yeah, so uh, welcome to the show proper. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so as everybody knows, last week was Uncle Buck's last last week here on the show. Yep. Um, he's stepping away to kind of put more effort into other parts of his life and and you know get stay spend some quality time with his family. He's got two great kids. Yep. Um, this this was just kind of a, a distraction for him, and and in reprioritizing, he let it let it fall by the wayside, but. You know, we brought in Tim, uh, one of my, my best friend for years now, and you're going to slide into his shoes and we're going to keep the show going. So yeah, hopefully they're big enough. Hopefully they are big enough. So as you, as, as most listeners know, this past weekend I was in Chicago uh-huh. what were you um, doing there? for the, for the Dick show road rage. And ironically enough, you, so you know nothing about what the, what is the Dick show? I mean, I've, you? I've a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh so it's a you know it's a, most listeners of this show know about it and most listeners know that I do a character called Mad Cucks who's <laughs> I know a, plenty about that. <laughs> yeah, he's a a mockery of the internet satirist Maddox mm-hmm. who kind of lost his mind a few years ago. So uh, I went to Chicago this weekend, had a, had a great time. I met met some fans of the show uh for people who've been listening since the beginning. I met Raf Eduardo. He was he was there. I I believe I met his wife too. I'm not. Uh, it, it's a blur. I met a ton of people basically. <laughs> uh, Neil. Fans. Yeah, it's always good to meet fans. Man, I feel really bad. I try. I try. I mean, I asked everybody their name and and you know tried to get to know them. But you know this. I'm terrible with names. Yep. <laughs> and meeting 500 people is not something that I'm very used to. Yep. Understandable. Uh, yeah, I met Neil. I met Neil Breen, Turbo Neil Breen, who's on the who's on, on the our Discord. Discord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's a he was a cool guy. Talked to him for a little bit. Um, I met Nick Ricada, our lawyer and host of a new show on Patreon called Law Splaining. Mm-hmm. And I think we're gonna have him on the show in a couple of weeks. Great. Uh, he's a he's a really fun. He I don't, I don't know if you watched his. Um, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Did you watch his lawsuit videos? Yes, I did. Yeah, those were great videos. So uh, he's gonna do. He's gonna be doing a series of them. He's gonna do. There's that kid who's being sued for about two hundred fifty thousand or no, one hundred fifty thousand dollars from some game because he he cheated in it. You know what I'm talking about? No, not not that one in particular. Uh, yeah, it's some. I I don't I don't remember which. I don't remember what the company was. I just remember seeing the the heading and I, and uh, I guess a bunch of people sent it to him <laughs> to, you know, so, so he's going to be doing that great guy. He ended up winning the, the rage 
contest. Mm-hmm. They invited some people up there to to do a rage contest, and uh, the it was it was it was a no contest. Like he got up there, and it was pretty much his game over for the yeah. other guy. I felt really bad for him too because he 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 got like three words out of his mouth. I was like, oh hi, I'm a guy, and they're just like boo <laughs> boo. And then Nick Ricada gets up there and goes, "What makes me a rage?" everything and they're like yeah like the whole crowd's going crazy like i hate about 85 percent of the people in this room yeah well fuck you and like oh come on man the other guy should sue him <laughs> good luck good luck um yeah so it was a lot of fun i uh just before the show i tripped and fucked up my hand pretty badly mm-hmm. so i've got i've got a gimp hand this week uh this i was week. gonna put just this week, I hope. Yeah, I was gonna play some video games, but like that's my WASD hand. So until it gets better, fuck man, it really sucks. But it was okay. a lot of fun. I'm really glad that you know people from this show came out and to meet me. Uh, I disavowed a bunch of books. I signed a bunch of books. Nice. And as Tim knows, like I hate crowds of people. Yeah, you do. So it, it, <laughs> it was a it was a pretty huge step outside of my typical comfort zone. I mean, just performing on stage. Yeah, you, uh, you're never you're never up there. You're always behind. I'm always behind. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a on the subreddit Accidental Renaissance. Someone, mm-hmm. uh, Alex Leambeck, I believe, he took a photo of me throw out because I was throwing snacks out to the crowd. And he got a photo of me, and it's like this perfect photo, and it it's got posted on really go good ahead. photo. It's a really yeah, good it, photo. It got posted on Accidental Renaissance, and it was like it got up to like seventy five, seventy six, somewhere in there, on like all of Reddit. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I want someone to put like a Photoshop oil painting filter on that. And oh yeah, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get I'll pay a bunch to get it printed out and framed for you. On the on the Dick Show subreddit, people have been taking it, and so one of them they they put put me all over the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas poster. Uh, on uh, man, there was there was a several funny ones. Someone photoshopped me like over God on the Sistine Chapel, handing uh-huh. some snacks to Adam. <laughs> uh, good stuff. So yeah, yeah big weekend. Um, yeah. Tried to pitch the show, so we'll see. We'll see. How, you know, maybe we'll get some some new listeners from Chicago. Hopefully. Uh, anything, did you do anything exciting this weekend? Um, Sunday, I, uh, I did something I normally don't do when I go to the movies is, uh, see more than one movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Usually it's just one and done for me. Yeah. Me too. But, uh, the family wanted to see Coco. So we got, we went to go see Coco and then, uh, I stuck around and watched Thor again. Yeah. Uh, was Coco as racist as I've been led to believe? It is not at all. No, oh, okay. it, it is actually a very uh, heartwarming film. Anybody that is, is of Hispanic uh, descent, it's it's a perfect film um, to get in touch with your family roots. Even even though it's made by white people, Tim. <laughs> Look, um, being that I'm half white, I think I have a little bit of authority over this. Uh, only half of the movie was racist. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I guess people probably don't know this, but you're actually half Peruvian. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to like ethnic things, he can say it because he is part Mexican. Yes, because uh, or, everything south of South of America is Mexico. Yeah, and everything north is um, Norwegian. 
Yeah. Yeah. So are you ready to get in some issues this week? Yeah, let's do some issues. Uh, it's your turn to go first. So All right. why don't we go for it? So here's what I don't get. Something I like to call the living roomification of movie theaters. Oh boy. Yeah. Dude, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Um, so like I said, I saw two movies on Sunday. Um, and this is a fairly new theater, um, in town. And they, they have all the amenities that modern theaters need. They have the ticket, you know, the automated ticket machines. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, mo- the thing most people will recognize from a modern theater is the giant plush recliners that are now the seats in theaters. Yep. No more do we have those terrible auditorium style, you know, flip down seats. <laughs> yeah. It's all beige and red big comfy couch looking things yeah or yeah whatever colors the theater is Mm -hmm. you know because theaters have their themes like amc is usually red but i think cinemark is like purple or black Mm -hmm. uh yeah i i hate those things yeah they they're whatever material they made it made out of gets hot way too easily and so you're sitting there and the back of your shirt's getting hot and sweaty and you've got to deal with the the lever on the side that raises your thing up and down and you always end up, you know, automatically punching it with your leg and, <sighs> but believe it or not, that is not the worst thing about the living room vacation of movie theaters. Okay. Um, what's the worst part? I'm gonna go with a tie. Uh, number one would be commercials. Oh, I'm not talking yeah. about trailers. I'm talking about TV commercials on your big movie screen. Yeah. I had, this didn't used to be a thing. Yeah, I had this listed as a as a issue that I was going to bring at one point, and it was um, pre-show shit at the movies, and not trailers because I love trailers, but like those, like you walk in the theater and it's just like this playing thing. Like I'm Aaron Hernandez from ET, and here's mm. what's going on with Ford Focus. Yeah, and you're like I don't fucking care. Well, you know, yeah, I I, I prefer the ones where it's um, it's just the theaters sort of ads, you know, no guy talking to you about stuff it's just you know sort of a slideshow of like here's what we have coming up here's you know Come go get some popcorn stand. yeah yeah, yeah. i much I, prefer those i like just silence i like to just sit in silence for 10 fucking minutes before the movie starts yeah that too um I, I also hate the logo like the logo thing like your your movie your movie starts you got it's either uh is it yeah it's before the before the previews after the previews i don't know but it'll be Both. like this thing's brought to you with Dolby Digital Audio, blah, 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 blah. and it's mm-hmm. like this stupid thing that goes on for fifteen seconds too long, or like mm-hmm. you go to the IMAX theater, and it's like it does the ten second countdown, but then like at seven, it's like amazing sound, loudness, swooshes, ah! just like oh my god, this is way too fucking loud. Yeah, the old and also I already that. know that I am in a fucking IMAX theater because I paid three times the t- price of a ticket for a regular ass theater. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I do. I don't. There's there's one uh, chain of theaters, Warren Theaters. Yes, they they do some uh, some nicer stuff, you know, um, on the big releases, they'll do uh, like um, a light the, show, yeah, light show, you know, to the score of the film you're about to watch. Yeah, kind of stuff. 
and it's all there's a curtain in front of the screen mm-hmm. before. So the, you walk in in total silence. There's like a projection of the theater name mm-hmm. on the curtain. You're just sitting in there, and then this voice comes over, and it's like, please silence your cell phones, blah, 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 pre-show announcement, and your movie's about to begin. The fucking curtain flies out. Then there's video stuff telling you to fucking silence your cell phones. Like, well, you already told us to silence our cell phones. And not only that, but we've all been coming to the theater for 35 years now <laughs> with cell phones. Yeah. We know to turn off the fucking cell phones. And the people that don't know, don't care. What they need to do is change that from silence your cell phones to turn the brightness down to zero. Yeah. That's what they need they, to change. Oh, that, that actually should be what it, what it what should say. And then and then it shows your previews and then the movie starts. And sometimes like like the Warren when they do their light shows, like I almost wish they didn't show previews. Mm. Like I, I wish I wish that they do the pre-show announcement, it play the music, you get to see that light show on the curtain, and then the curtain would just fly out and it would be the logo for your movie coming in. Coming in hot. Show show some previews at the end of the movie if you really want to. Yeah, but then people leave during the credits. Don't get, get me there. wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing previews, but like I'm all geared up for this movie and now I gotta watch some previews, and about like one in four previews is stupid. It's for something stupid. Yeah, I understand. Um, so here, here's my 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 tied issue with that is the temperature. Yep. So, um, this was on Sunday. It was 65 degrees outside, pretty much the whole day, and it was, you know, there's a cold 65 and a warm 65. This was right in the middle. It was a very nice day. The movie theater was 12 degrees below zero. No, I they swear, had the it AC was on. freezing, dude. It was freezing, and it's December. Uh, it's yeah. December. Yeah, it's super <sighs> duper annoying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the other thing was, as soon I'm walking into the theater, and uh, it's an AMC, and they're like, "We've got our new food menu." Oh boy! Um, oh boy! Movie theater serving real food. That's what. Yep. That's that's that's. "Quote unquote," you know, artisan, fancy actual food, and not you know popcorn and hot dogs. Yeah. Um, you, good job, movie theater. You really make me believe that there's a chef behind there cooking up this stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and not some thirteen-year-old dumping it into a fryer. There was like, oh, was like just like chicken microwaving sandwich. What the hell? It was thirteen dollars. And then they that's had, the like, other thing. <laughs> All the all the movie theater restaurant food is like seven times the price of what it would be anywhere else. Yeah, because it's a movie theater. Like, like the the Warren has their little like diner built into it, and you can get dinner there and bring it into the movie theater at, and at like a regular dinner diner price. Yeah, but yeah, and then you can get your giant ass cola or whatever mm-hmm. from there too. I, it's uh, the Warren is is such a a throwback to like good movie going experience it is they've got that it, it makes going to a regular theater like really unattractive yeah the the drinks were eight dollars um wow they, the one upside to them is that they were probably i'd say 72 ounce glasses <laughs> yeah um and then you know popcorn is ten dollars this chicken and waffle sandwich was thirteen dollars they had artisan flatbread pizza for 12 bucks. 
artisan flatbread pizza. Yeah. I'm sure that wasn't just like frozen pizza. It's frozen pizza. It's, yeah. it's the Giorno's. Uh, I worked, so you know, I worked at Quick Trip for a while when I was mm-hmm. in high school and they did the hot seat sandwiches and we had these, these ovens that, you know, we just turned on in the morning. They were at one set temperature and then mm-hmm. you, like the hot seats came in like six pack brown cardboard trays and whenever we get low on something we just throw one of those cardboard trays on into the oven for whatever the prescribed amount of time was mm-hmm. uh i'm sure that's exactly what's going on at the movie theater exactly like they just throw their little artisan pizza into it's on a cardboard tray and mm-hmm. it's so the stupid. Off. yeah yeah i gotta agree with you it's- going to movies sucks more and more and i i start to find myself thinking like oh, I, I have more and more movies i want to wait until they come out on amazon or netflix even ones i'm looking forward to i'm just like yeah it's not it's not worth the hassle going like i like i went to, i finally went to see thor and i saw it like fourth weekend and there was almost nobody in the theater it was great that's that's great yeah that's always fun um uh, you and i have gone to see movies i was it i think it was when we saw looper we went to that theater and it was like we were the only people seeing movies that day at all, like in the whole building. Uh, I don't remember that one. Uh, it might've been something else, but I, re- I remember we've gone to the movies at one point where we were the only people like oh, in yeah. the whole movie theater yeah. and God, that's always fun. incredible. You and just, that's what watching movies at home is. That's what it is. And the thing is the movie theaters found out a long time ago that people would prefer to watch them in their own homes. And so yep. they've started this trend of making the, movie theater be like your home except for all the stuff that you can't control and all this expensive food and all these commercials that you can fast forward through at home but you can't at the movie theater and yeah dealing, number one problem movie theater other people yeah like uh my dad and i went to see star trek 2 the wrath of khan when it was it did like a fandango release mm-hmm. and we're sitting there in the theater and this fucking woman, like the, the main title comes up and she pulls out her phone to take a photo of the fucking thing of the main title on the screen. Like take a picture with yourself at the poster. No one also, no one fucking cares. You went to see this movie. <laughs> so she pulls out her phone and it's like full brightness based uh-huh. out the whole, the whole crowd around her. And I was just like, put away your fucking phone, bitch. She was all bent out of shape. The people around me were clearly happy that I said something to her. Like, fucking, it's 35 years old. Just <laughs> tweet about it later. Just enjoy the fucking movie. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. It really sucks. P- fuck people, man. Yeah. Support your uh, support your local independent theaters. That's what I say. Yeah. Do that. Definitely. But not like the, the real kitschy, trendy ones that suck. Like... For instance, the Circle Cinema. I like the Circle. I fucking hate the Circle Cinema. They're so pretentious. They're like, oh, we don't show movies that anybody wants to see except on special occasions. And then <laughs> our theater only holds like 14 people. So there's a giant crowd of disappointed folks outside because we also don't sell tickets online because we're trendy. Fuck you, Circle Cinema. All right. I guess so. Circle, cir- circle Jerk Cinema. The Circle Cinema is a movie theater in Tulsa that shows like art films and other documentary bullshit. That's why I make fun of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anything else on on that? Uh, that's about it. That's you know, it's, man, that 
even when the movie's good, good it's you know it's somehow tarnished by the the whole the whole feel of the theater i i i definitely i really the main thing that i dislike about the of the the sofa chairs mm-hmm. is that there's no separate controls for the back and the feet like once your feet have get up to a certain height, they it starts to recline you, and it's like I'm in the back row. I don't need to recline. That was the craziest all, thing. I, I you know I saw two movies, so I saw this thing twice. It was AMC's own. Like oh, here's you know uh, people enjoying the movie in the theater, and they had like a it was like a touch screen on the armrest, and it had separate head and foot controls. And we don't have that. Wow. We had two buttons. When one yeah. button's for heat, isn't it? No, just just the up and down. Oh, just up and down. Yeah. I went to one and there the, the the seat was heated and I'm like Why do you need that? These should be cooled seats because they're made yeah. out of leather. Yeah. You need the opposite of that. Um yeah, well I I go to movies with people and they you know, they sit down and immediately their feet are out and I I never touch the fucking thing. Unless my phone rests against it and inadvertently like jerks me back in the mm. middle of the movie. Yeah. Which I hate. Yeah. It's a great issue. I like it a lot. Thanks. I was immediately on board. I knew you would be. Yeah, because I uh, I hate going to the movies anymore. So let's get to a real issue, shall we? Okay. <laughs> uh, here's what I don't get. This EA controversy. Electronic Arts. Electronic Arts. Um, so as many people know, I hate Star Wars more than pretty much anything in the universe. That did not used to be the case, though. That did not used to be the case, but it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've talked about it before in the show. Yep. Well, recently, Electronic Arts released a new game called Star Wars Battlefront 2. And what's unique about this game is that it's actually the fourth Star Wars Battlefront game mm-hmm. to come out in time. So I don't know why they called it Star Wars Battlefront 2. Well, the same reason Pro- that the seventh Battlefield game a year or two ago was called battlefield one because nobody has any original ideas anymore. Yeah. Well, EA released this, this star Wars battlefront two, which is a sequel to star Wars battlefront, which was a sequel to star Wars battlefront two, which was a sequel to star Wars battlefront. Yeah. Very confusing timeline we live in. Uh, and I didn't play the first star Wars battlefront because one, I didn't like star Wars anymore. And two, everybody said that it sucked. It was, it was very light on content and I didn't like the way it played. I, uh, I played well, the beta when it came out. The, the good news is that star Wars battlefront two has a lot more content. How much more than about a billion dollars worth of more content. I don't, I don't know if I want to pay a billion dollars to play a Star Wars game. Well, <laughs> that's good because you're only going to have to pay $60 for it. Okay. Sounds reasonable so far. And then you'll make up the other $999,940,000 with microtransactions. Great. Yeah. This is a phone game, right? <laughs> this is you're a game welcome. I play on my cell phone. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. This is a disc that you can get for your PlayStation or your Xbox or your computer. Oh, uh, I don't think no. it comes. Does it come on Switch? I don't know. Uh, I don't anyway, think so. so this game comes out and the fucking internet loses its mind because it has microtransactions. Like, oh my god, he made a game with microtransactions. It's like, hey guys, guys, guys. Hey, hello, hey guys, guys, guys. EA has fucking sucked for a long time. Yeah. Are you, did you just realize this with like 
This was finally the straw that broke the camel's back well, and made this, you go I, like. I think this was the straw. Um, the, the past three months, I want to say, because the the holiday season and the fall is kind of the big AAA games, you know, release schedule period. Yeah. Um, and there's been there was a couple of games before uh, Battlefront Two this year that were you know had a decent amount of microtransactions. What was the um, the Lord of the Rings game? It's a single player game with loot boxes. Oh, yeah, with loot box. It the, like the, it's a it's a thing that's been growing mm-hmm. in the gaming community. This microtransaction thing. But yeah. what I just didn't understand was that they like just now figured out that this was a bad thing. Like I, I stopped. I we talked about this on one of the test episodes that we did mm-hmm. about the microtransactions in video games, and it just. I've never been someone who bought it, bought into this idea that you need to pay incrementally for for parts of a video game. Like I've bought DLC for mm-hmm. games, sure. Like it expands the narrative scope and the abilities of the game. But yeah. when you get into just doing loot boxes or, or anything that's randomized, like what's the fucking point? And EA's been doing this a long time. Yeah. Uh, what What's the last EA game that you bought? Who oh boy? Um, Rockman three. Is, was Rock Band 3 EA? Yeah. I didn't know that. Was they, Were the first two? Yes. But they, uh, just, well, they, they just published it. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Th- that's probably what... It, Rock Band 2 was probably my last EA game. Before that, it was probably like Need for Speed Most Wanted. The original, not the remake. Razor Callahan. Yeah. Uh, like, I realized a long time ago that that company was going to shit. I mean, EA is, the, EA is one of these companies that puts out... <laughs> NBA 2K and several sports games like they're famous for their sports games mm-hmm. which are the same fucking game every year mm-hmm. with just new slightly new textures and even then it's not even that much and they've been incorporating micro fucking things into that too to unlock characters yeah. well so the good news is the gamers won and EA ran away with their tail between their legs you know as mm-hmm. the giant fucking assholes that they are they removed the microtransactions from the game, but they didn't like make anything. Cause one of the biggest complaint was that like Darth Vader, you couldn't play as Darth Vader with the on game disc. Yeah. And he's on, he's on like the cover of the, of the of video the game, game. Yeah. <laughs> which is stupid. Yeah. And, uh, and it, yeah, so they removed the microtransactions. So now everything is unlocked via in game play, which I guess is better, but like, the game itself was still designed shittily. Yes. The fact that it has this has it it was built that you just can't get stuff. Yeah, I I read some number that was it would take you upwards of four thousand hours to unlock everything before they yeah. did this. Four thousand hours or a thousand bucks. Yeah. And if you think your game is worth a thousand bucks, sell it for a thousand dollars. For a thousand dollars. And you're going to be like told quickly that you're wrong. And that's the insidious part about microtransactions is that you pay $5 here, $5 there, and you don't realize, yeah, you don't realize after a while that, that you didn't get anything for that $5. Yeah. You got some coins or whatever. Um, but like the people losing their minds, that's what I truly don't understand because it seems like they're shocked that EA had shitty business practices. Like, where have you been for the last 10 years? Oh, yeah. I mean, if if you know anything about the gaming community, EA has been a meme, essentially, for the past 10 years. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, there's, and there's but, that drawing of them, you know, they buy a company five years later, yeah. that company is dead. And there's that, there's that funny, you know, drawing that gets updated every two years of them, you know, walking their kid and saying, Oh, Hey, Papa EA, what are we, where are we going? And he's like, Oh, we'll go. We'll, you'll be, you'll be home soon. Boom. Back in the head. Into back the pile the head. of the other companies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause they've, they've just, they buy companies and run them into the ground. Yeah. It was just like, most recently was, um, uh, visceral yeah they were making a star wars game yep and then they just let them die because it was a single player game and they weren't going to have microtransactions in it yeah they can't have well now so they got through that one relatively i mean they lost a bunch of money but that doesn't Mm -hmm. matter to them they're still in business and they released some new ufc game and the new ufc game has a has microtransactions in it and micro Mm power-ups they basically like with the roll of a die, you can suddenly have like a power move that lets you like incapacitate another player instantaneously. Yeah. It's, it's like, (laughs) it's like, you know, at least, at least in a, in a first person shooter game, like you unlock a weapon early or a character early, like there's still an amount of skill that can be involved with. Yeah. And even in battlefront two, the, the power ups are incremental. It was like, you know, 5%, um, faster reloading speed, 10% faster reloading speed. Not like your punch does twice as much damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, when we were kids, you get cheat codes and even before the internet, like there'd be that big, you could buy like big books of cheat codes mm-hmm. for every game ever. You could buy a game shark when we still had cartridge games yeah. and, and unlock stuff. And now instead of doing that, it's just like uh, please enter your credit card. My my uh my cheat code is one seven one six three two eight four no yeah nine seven three six twenty one twelve and uh and and then there's another there's a sub code that goes with that that's not actually my credit card number I just made that up yeah. but like there enter your please enter your sixteen digit cheat code and just put that on there yeah they sell them as um, uh, what do they call them uh like time saver packs is what they call them I think. Well, yeah, and the argument is that it's like, well, this is for this is for video gamers like dads who, yeah. <laughs> who don't have time to play 4,000 hours worth of content. Then why the fuck did you make a game for them that requires 4,000 hours of input? Yeah. It'd be like... <laughs> It'd be like, you know, them releasing a new version of Skyrim. Like, this is the, this is a Skyrim game for people who don't have time to play the full game of Skyrim. So, you wake up in the middle of uh, Helgen in Daedric Armor with full stats in Stealth and Archery. And then a little fairy guides you to Alduin and you beat Alduin. The game takes you about 35 minutes and you're just like, yeah. okay, well, that's not good fun. Half half of the fun of game is is feeling that you earn something, in my yeah. opinion. And if you just like if if it's just if you could just buy it, like I I could just buy a seven forty seven if I had enough money. <laughs> like why don't I just go play the regular lottery? Because then maybe my loot box will open up with a half a million dollars, and I could go buy myself a seven forty seven. It's fucking stupid. It's gambling and it's stupid. Yeah. And the fact that people were so like tricked into pre-ordering this fucking game like EA is not going to shit the bed somehow it's it's just astonishing to me pre-ordering is a whole different thing I might bring that up later I've never gotten that uh yeah yeah 
the but at the end of the day, like I wasn't surprised when the game came out. And it's like, oh, there's all this stuff wrong with it. I was like, yeah. I mean, just look at it's EA yeah. guys. Anyway, yep. That's good, what I don't good get issue. this week. Yeah, good issue. Um, uh, oh. Anything more you want to say about it? I was not surprised either. Um, I, I, I looked at a list of games EA has published in the last five years, and I couldn't see one that I wanted to, to play outside of, like, Titanfall 2, maybe. And they Read off read off some of them. Do you have it open right now? Uh, I, no, I could. Let's see. Oh, this is going to be a long list, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, just just read off some uh, some of the highlights. Let's see. Highlights. Let's go with the past four or five years, if my thing wants to work. There we go. Computers that don't work. That's what I don't get. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. All right. Okay, here we go. Uh, Battlefront 2, of course. Uh, yep. Need for Speed. NBA. Mass Effect Andromeda. That was... Uh, yeah, Mass Effect. Mad the Mass Effect series. They shit the bed with that, and then they yeah. made Andromeda, and I don't, even, I don't know that was who even, they that fucking was handed colossal. that game over to. That was colossal. That should have been... <sighs> I think Eric, that you know the, the franchise. The funny thing is that I see like Mass Effect Andromeda, this Battlefront 2, you know, just a huge shit to bed. And every time I'm like, well, maybe EA will get out of video games. And mm-hmm. with them out of video games and these video games failing that are trying to, because Andromeda was like hugely political. Uh, the, the Battlefront 2 has this microtransaction thing. I'm like, you know, it'll fail. Other companies will see that it's it's failed, and maybe we can get, like, good games again. Uh, and it never does. They always seem to recover. They always, like, kill the franchise that... Or the kill the company that made the game at mm-hmm. their behest, and then they're and like... They oh, keep on well. chugging, yeah. Yeah. Fuckers. Uh, motherfuckers, yeah. man. Yeah, Madden, FIFA, Titanfall 2, NHL, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, that was another one. Um... Madden, FIFA, UFC, Battlefield, Star Wars Battlefront, The Sims, PGA Tour, NHL 16, Need for Speed, NBA, a Miss Universe game for some reason. Anyways, it goes on and on. Um, yeah, they haven't been. They used to make good games. Yeah, they made they made the Harry Potter games. But yeah, yeah, those old the, ones. The, which I really love. I really like those games. I only played like the first three, but mm-hmm. they were a lot of fun. I played a shitload of them. Um, uh, what are some other good games that they made back in the day? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't recall any others off the top. The SSX. Need for Speed games, SSX. I really love yeah. the Need for Speed games, like Carbon Underground, Most Wanted. Like those were a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, those are all good. Yeah, and then. After that, they just kind of got blander and blander and blander. Yep. Which just became a huge disappointment. Um, yeah. Very disappointing. I, I don't. I don't understand why people are were surprised. Me either. Like it's it's EA guys. Yeah. Get with the program. Anyway, yep. so that's it for that issue. I think. 
Uh, are you ready to get to some business for the show? Yeah, we got some bills to pay. We do have some bills to pay. So as you know, I'm being sued for $380 million. And because of that, the retainer has gone back up on the Arcata News Network. We were almost out, weren't we? Well, I, we had finished. Uh, I We had paid it all off. We were in good standings and then like immediately served. So, uh, so you know, we got to we gotta take care of this. So yeah um here here's some news from the Ricardo news network definitely not fake news absolutely not yeah so uh here's a story out of um royal oak michigan i don't know if you yep. heard about this one uh are you familiar with what a, a courthouse does tab they uh they get struck by lightning to help you get back to the future Yes, they do. Also, that's probably where you pay your parking fines, right? Uh, no, you just do parking fines. You just crumble them up and throw them out on the street. <laughs> okay. Well, for people that want to pay their parking fines, like this man, Anthony, he had a $10 parking fine. He went yep. to his uh, local uh, district court in February to pay his $10 fine on his credit card, or, you know, with his credit card. Um, he was told that he would have a surcharge of $1.75 for paying with a credit card. Okay. He did not like this, but he stayed calm. He left the courthouse, came back um, a, an hour or two later with um, rolls of pennies. Good. Good. Yeah. And he was going to do his symbolic protest, pay his, um, pay his fine in pennies. Yep. Unfortunately, uh, the clerk at the courthouse was not happy about this. Um, they refused to allow him to pay with those penny rolls. Yep. So all of this was uh, recorded on video because it was a courthouse, of course. Um, him and the court officer, they argue over this for a little bit. Now, let me, let me tell you, this man does not get violent on the video. I have seen the video. He might be a little perturbed. We can't hear what he says, but he does not get violent at any time. Anyways, they would not let him pay, and eventually they asked him to leave. And so he leaves. He opens the door. They have a little, like, you know, you know those three-foot uh, long like a lobbies? Vestibule. Yeah, a little vestibule. Yeah. Um, so they have uh, security guards not force him out, but they follow him out. He gets into the vestibule. As soon as he gets in the vestibule, he is choked from behind. What the fuck? Yeah. Into unconsciousness. And he is now suing, uh, suing the city, I believe. But here's where Good. he got, here's where he got his ultimate revenge. Sometimes when humans go unconscious, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> did he shit his pants on him? <laughs> yeah, he did. Good. Fucking good, man. That is one of the best revenge stories. Unlikely, um, but that's a really good revenge story. I, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I really enjoyed this. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, I have I have $125 in parking tickets from the university that I go to. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we just got new license plates. Nice. So my car was going to be impounded if I ever parked on campus again, but now I have a new license plate. So... I'm free. <laughs> I'm never fucking paying you that money. Cause one, one of them is uh false. Mm -hmm. It was put on my car after I left campus. 
which is bullshit. And how's that work? I think that they that they like tagged my plate and okay, then, and then but the they didn't day, have a, they yeah. didn't have a yeah. Anyway, so uh, and also like you can just take it out of some of the millions of dollars of fees that students pay and let me fucking park wherever I want, and then <laughs> you can suck my dick. Yeah. Fucking and if that doesn't work, bullshit, man. Uh, you know, have someone poop your pants for you. Yeah, I'll just go in there and poop my pants. Because if they if they wanted to, like they could charge, they could just put it on my student account, but they never have. So yeah. the only thing I can figure is that I don't know. Fuck them. Fuck if you if you are a uh, parking attendant, just go go ahead right now, and if you have a gun, pull it out and blow your own fucking brains out because you are a menace to society. And if you don't have a gun, get inside your little fucking car, your little piece of shit scooter mobile, uh, put it in drive and lay your head in front of the tire and kill yourself. Uh, make sure you poop uh, because, your pants while you're at it, though. Yeah, make sure you poop your pants while you're at it because you are, you are contributing absolutely zero function to society. Your job could be done with uh, martial like martial law between individuals. Like if I see you parked poorly, just let me beat the fuck out of that person. <laughs> Problem solved. And you hope they so. poop their pants after you do it. And I hope I hope they poop their pants. Yeah. So, anyways, this guy is uh, suing the the city. Yeah. And uh, oh. I hope I hope he wins. I hope he fucking wins too. Ridiculous. Yeah. Not gonna let you pay in legal tender of pennies. Fuck you. Deal with it. And it's only ten dollars. It was only ten dollars. Yeah. You, you write know? tickets. You gotta accept whatever money the person has to pay with it. I saw. I, and and that's the thing is. Um, on a state level, I don't, even, I don't. I don't even know if this is on a state level. Maybe it was just that clerk that didn't like it because I've seen videos of some guy paying a one thousand dollar fine with pennies. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that too. That's a great news story. I'm glad you brought it in. Thank you. Yeah. Well, this has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. I'm not as excited about it anymore because now we're you know we're indebted to these people for forever. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so that takes care of our legal bills, but what that doesn't take care of is keeping the lights on here at the studio or keeping our equipment up to date. And if you want to help with that, you can catch us over at patreon.com forward slash H W I D G, which stands for here's what I don't get. And over there we have four tiers. Do you know about the tiers, Tim? I don't. Please tell me. Uh, we have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode. We have the two buck cuck tier, which gets you access to my Mad Cucks content, like Mad Cucks versus Discuckery, and soon again, Mad Cucks riding, which is probably going to be Mad Cucks walking, because mm-hmm. I can't get my bike out of my house to ride it because of my hand. Um, it also gets you access the to the lower tier. Five buck tier gets you access to our bonus episodes. Of which there is one coming, one final one with Uncle Buck coming out very soon. And then we have the 10 buck tier, which gets you access to the video of the episodes. We don't have video this week because we're working out the logistics of video moving forward, but we will have it up again next week. Uh, hopefully next week, maybe then the week after. We'll just have to see what happens. Um, but it's a great way to support the show over at Patreon and we thank everybody who does support the show. Cause you know, it's a great, it you know, helps us keep our shit working basically. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks everyone. Yeah. Thank you. So 
I think that's enough lull and advertising here in the middle of the show. Why don't we get back to some issues? So, Tim, do you have one more issue for us in, in it this week? Yeah, I got one more issue. Yeah, Here's what do you what got? I don't get. Terrible Final Jeopardy answers. Oh, yeah. And I'm not talking about the answers that the contestants give. I'm talking about the answers that Alex Trebek asks them to answer a question with. Okay. Okay, so uh, viewers might not know, listeners might not know. Tab, you know, I'm a pretty big Jeopardy fan. Yes, I do. Have you played um, the Jeopardy game on Alexa? No, I haven't. I've oh, seen yeah. a commercial for it, but... Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. They recently updated it because it used to, you don't used to only get five questions a day mm-hmm. and one per category. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but there's double Jeopardy, which gives you like there should be ten. There should, there should be eleven questions a day, including the final Jeopardy question. Yeah. So what's the deal with that? Anyway, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Um, did you ever have the board game as a kid? Yes, I did. Yes, except the the, the funny thing about the board game was that it was. Wildly, wildly out of date within ten years. But they kept <laughs> yeah. it, and it's those like this man met Elvis one time. It's like I, Richard I don't, Nixon. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had, had a bunch of uh, questions with, um, you know, like minor celebrities at the time that were known, but within ten years, no one knew about them. Nobody knew who they were. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Anyways, I don't know what this recent trend has been, um, but I've been trying to catch Jeopardy a little bit more often these days. Um, and so I've been catching it pretty often for the, the past two weeks. And I swear every other final Jeopardy question is insanely easy. Like it's, it's disappointing how easy they are. Yeah. I wonder if, if Jeopardy's like dumbed down in the last few years. But it's not because I'm watching regular, I'm watching, you know, the first round and the second round and there's some stumpers on there. There's some pretty easy ones um, because, you know, there's the modern categories. Those are very easy. And then there's stuff I'm not, I'm not very good at, Um, you know, history past 1776. I've never been good at that geography. I've never been very good at in Jeopardy. Um, do you play? Do you play with an app? No, I just watch it on the TV. Oh yeah, I I had an app for a while, and it would let you, um, it it would let you keep keep your own score. I should, I should do that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It gave you. I think it just gave you like two grids: one for regular Jeopardy, one for fi- for double Jeopardy, and mm-hmm. then like a you could wager at the end. And so if you got one right, you would just you'd press the plus, huh. and if you got one wrong, you'd press the minus, yeah. and then at the end of the game, you'd be like, "Oh, I would have made like fifty six thousand dollars." Assuming that I could buzz fast enough. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, and and then there's the opposite thing, whereas the ones that aren't too easy are insanely hard. Um. Yeah. But but these easy questions, there's and there's a couple of reasons they're too easy. One is that the Final Jeopardy category is way too specific. Oh, and it, le- it leads you towards what the answer is going to be before you even hear the question. Yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, the question is way too leading. Yeah. It's. Well, sometimes they'll do, they'll do little like cutesy bullshit in the title and the question and the answer to give, to like guide you towards what the question is. Yeah. And they'll, or they'll put like. What I hate is when the qu- the answer has like a very specific thing that lets you know what the question is, and then the rest of the answer it just like rambles on. 
about nothing. Uh-huh. I hate that. For 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 a little bit, I thought it was pure luck that the ones I thought were too easy were just because I knew them, you know. Mm-hmm. But but no, I I have there is a Jeopardy fan site that lists Final Jeopardy every day. I'm gonna read some of these off to you, Tab. Okay. This was from yesterday. Uh, category: Children's books. Okay. I'm gonna wager all of our Patreon dollars. Oh no! <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, here's the, here's the, here's the answer for this series of picture books that started in 1987. I will stop right there. Do you know what the answer is? Fun and Dick, fun with Dick and Jane. Each crowd scene takes about eight weeks to illustrate. Where's Waldo? Yes. I, it, it boggles me how easy these questions are. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Here's, that's uh yeah that's yeah okay that's a that's a four hundred dollar question <laughs> that yeah is not final jeopardy here's another no. one historic world buildings okay rome's Colosseum may have gotten its name because of a colossal circa 65 ad statue of this emperor erected nearby colossus so no, the, it was so, caesar caesar one okay. of the caesars how many emperors of rome do you know teb Name them. Uh, Julius Caesar, Augustus Caesar, and that's it. No, Nero didn't come to mind. No, not Nero. Well, okay, it came to mind to me. So this this was an easy one to me. Um, but it was a complete guess on my side. Yeah, I was like, let's see, Rome, Emperor of Rome. Yeah, it's probably Nero. Of course, it was Nero. It's so here we go. Category: video games. Which already I was like, oh, I'm betting all my money on this one, you know. <laughs> um, the desire in his childhood to catch every insect inspired this game. Oh maker, my to god! Create this 1996 game. It's to create this game. Am I am I answering the game or the game maker? The game. Oh, it's Pokemon. Yes. Uh, I can't tell you the name of the guy because like Asharal Bajawiki, <laughs> something like that. Uh, here, here's Jangapaki. Yeah, and these these have all been uh, within the last two weeks. Here's the last one I'm going to give you. The for me the the category gave it away by itself. Category title characters in novels. Harry so Potter novels where the t- characters title. So it was not Harry Potter, but one orphan. Those are the first two words of the of the answer. One orphan arriving before him was given the surname Swubble. Some arriving later were to be Unwin and Vilkins. So I have no no idea. It's Oliver Twist. Ah, yeah, I never read that because it was Me required either. for school. <laughs> I have never read Oliver Twist, <laughs> but I sure as hell knew this Final Jeopardy answer. God, it uh, it makes me mad. Yeah, sometimes it makes me think that since it's it's, it's this weird. On off day, super easy, super hard question. I think it's just Alex Alex Trebek. He's the one doing the questions. He always makes He's jokes the about the, the writers. I think Alex Trebek is the one that writes those questions. Really? And he just and he just has off days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Alex Trebek does anything except read the cards and get drunk. Yeah, and and give snarky responses to people. Like I when like- questions are so super duper easy and then people get them wrong. It's like oh. <sighs> Ah, no, we were looking for, you're yeah. a fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he, he's like he, a real condescending <laughs> tone about him. 
like while he'll walk up to you and they'll be asking a question about like your life and he's like like oh so you uh, you like to drop you like to draw pictures of goblins like yeah i love to draw pictures of goblins like i bet that's pretty spooky next person like <laughs> no he, I, i've been watching a little recently um he, he'd say something more like huh does your does your mom let you do that in her basement <laughs> oh man he's he's up the snark he's, he's gotten bit. real spicy i think that's it's just funny. he he's just been drinking more because there's yeah. a really funny video of him drunk doing jeopardy or doing like ads yeah. for jeopardy oh man that's a good video <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a huge bummer. I can understand. I used to, I remember I would watch Jeopardy when I got home from school as a kid and I was always real glad when I would get them right. But if they're getting progressively easier, I don't know. It feels like there's no accomplishment. That's, that's the thing. It feels final Jeopardy is, it's so built up. Yeah. Cause like first round questions are usually pretty easy and it's really just like even if you get in the lead in first Jeopardy in first round of Jeopardy, it's it's still anyone's game. Yeah, and then you have to Jeopardy. get like way ahead for Final oh. Jeopardy not to matter. Yeah, and so they bring it around. It's like here's one question for all three of you. You'll all get to answer at the same time, which does not happen during the regular game. And it's one category. Here's one question. You're gonna wager your money, and then the answer is Pokemon. Yep. And it leaves me sad. Yeah, I, I can definitely see how that would make you sad. The, the other thing is that it's such an iconic part of Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't find a person who couldn't hum the final Jeopardy tune. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it, it, it would be impossible. The final Jeopardy tune is the de facto you're running out of time tune. Nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, I just need to find my keys. And someone's like, uh... And you're like, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's not life or death, man. Anyway. No, that's a, that's a great issue. I really, I really like that. I really identify with that too. Me too. I mean, I don't watch Jeopardy anymore, but I can definitely see how like, cause I, you know, I played on the Alexa mm-hmm. and when the questions are easy, I'm just like, seriously, like, yeah, I'm fine with the, you know, $100, $200 questions being easy. Those are Yeah, they're they're supposed the to be easy. Those, those are gimmies. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, a great issue. Um I have one final issue and it's kind of a short one this week because okay. we are running we're running short on time. So here's what I don't get. And it has to do with that sound. Salvation Army bell ringers. <laughs> I know it's, really, I, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. They're they're out in full force. I think they started they started coming out uh, early last week. Mm-hmm. But so I was I was getting ready for road rage. I needed to find some paint to paint my shirt. Um, I was I painted a big no over Dick Masterson's face using mm-hmm. puff paint and glitter paint. And then I also needed to find a stamp pad for my big disavowed stamp because mm-hmm. I was disavowing books while I was there. Yeah. Um, and so I go to Walmart the hub of all things and I'm walking in the door and there's the fucking ladies out there. It used to be Santa Claus. Now it's not even Santa Claus. It's just whatever random homeless person drew the short straw this week. <laughs> Stand out there with their fucking bell. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a
We fucking get it. You've been standing outside of Walmart for fucking 50 years. We know you're here. We know you want us to put money in the bucket. Stop with the fucking ringing. Just put the bucket there. We all know what it's for. God, it makes me fucking insane. And especially with these stores that have two entrances, because they could give you a choice. They mm-hmm. could put the fucking bell ringer at one entrance and put the other entrance no bell ringer. And then I could drive up and see this fucking moron out there. Ding a ling and go, I'm going in the other fucking door. Yeah. And they're everywhere. I ended up going to Hobby Lobby. It was there. They're they're all over, and it's so fucking obnoxious. It's as, as if people have had have never understood the concept of the Salvation Army bell ringer. Like someone's gonna walk up and be like, "Hey, why is that person ringing a bell? Hey, <laughs> hey, ma'am, ma'am, why are you ringing that bell so furiously? Oh, well, I work for the Salvation Army. You know, this place that will deny service to people based on like religious reasons, but we really beg for money all year fucking round. Yeah, you might have seen our thrift stores where we take free shit and sell it for way too much." Yeah, yeah, we're that Salvation Army. Yeah, so every Christmas, we stand out here like a bunch of morons, ring our fucking bell, and we put a bucket out with a lock on it so that I can't steal the money out of it because the Salvation Army trusts no one to threaten its bottom line. And if you put money in that bucket, it makes you feel good for about 15 seconds, and then you go inside and shop, and when you come back out, I'm still ringing this fucking bell annoying you. Yeah, just putting money in the bucket doesn't solve the problem that's going on. And the person there then is like, oh, and every year there's like someone puts some fucking gold doubloon in one of the boxes. And they're like, who, who put the gold doubloon in the boxes? Like no one cares. <laughs> fucking you worthless piece of shit organization. What? You can't even fucking defend anybody. You should be called the salvation pacifist bitches. If you, if you were a real fucking army, you'd stand up and defend somebody from something. Yeah. I've always wondered why it's called the salvation army. Because it was created during wartime as like a way to get out of being in the re- real army. Really? A bunch of draft dodging wow. fucks. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember why it's called the Salvation Army, but they have uniforms like they're an army, but their CEO gets paid an exorbitant amount of money. I'm sure every fucking dollar that goes into one of those stupid little buckets every year goes straight to the fucking yeah. CEO. Probably. Sons of bitches. Fuck charity, man. That's the other thing is that it's public charity. Yeah. It's, and it's also, it's shaming. It's, you're supposed to shame you. You're supposed to fucking mm-hmm. walk past that. You're supposed to just have a pocket full of ones. Like you're going to the goddamn strip club. Every, anytime you need to go get some fucking groceries, just in case you're going to get fucking shamed by some moron ringing a bell. Like you could just put a bunch of bells on some strings and hang them and the fucking wind would ring those bells. We yeah. don't need you here. I've seen, I've seen them too. Like it's not, there's not a mandate that you have to ring that bell constantly. Like you're fucking Michael J. Fox testifying in front of Congress. <laughs> they, cause I saw one one time and he was like every 30 seconds, big linga, ding linga, ding ling. You're like, okay. All right, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> I, all right. It's I see little, you Salvation Army man. I'm not giving you any fucking money, but at least you're not assaulting me with your goddamn jingle bells. Yeah. There was there was that big controversy, I don't know, six, seven years ago when Target was like, yeah, we're not allowing those people outside our stores anymore. And everyone's like, oh, 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 you just hate Christmas because you won't let your fucking bell ringers out. Oh, oh, oh. 
Like, no, we all just want some fucking peace and quiet. It's Christmas. We're supposed to have peace on Earth, and you're sending my goddamn blood pressure through the roof with your constant fucking noise. <sighs> yeah, I mean, stores are crowded and loud enough as it is. Yeah. We got all kinds of dumb fucking people pushing around in here. People honking their horns. They got kids that can't settle down. And you're going to put one more fucking noise out there so you can shame us into throwing some money in a pot. Yeah. At least play a goddamn guitar. Yeah, if it was if it was a like a quartet choir, it'd be much different. Yeah. Like, uh, or, you know... Yeah, because like I've seen musicians play out in public, and my my thought is like if if they're good enough to make me stop for a second, they're worth a dollar. Mm-hmm. But all you're doing is just begging. Like you might as well hold up a fucking cardboard sign. I'd be more willing to give to someone with a cardboard sign. <laughs> Assholes. Anyway, that's my issue. It's that's a good bell one. ringers. I don't, is there anyone that actually enjoys the sound of those kind of bells? Oh, there's always some fucking contrary and piece of shit who's like, oh, well, I love when the bell ringers come out because that's how I know that it's Christmas time. <laughs> like, you know how I know that it's fucking Christmas time? I can't turn on the fucking TV without seeing some ad telling me what a bad person I am for not buying everyone in my fucking life a car. <laughs> Fuck you. Ugh. Yeah. Christmas. Did, did did you hear the episode where I called in to the to the radio station? No, no, was that a thing? I heard my first Christmas song on October sixth. <sighs> yeah, and so I called the I called the radio station that was playing it, and I told I shouted at the guy to kill him, kill everyone in the radio station, and then kill himself, and then took <laughs> the radio station down. <laughs> I didn't get a call back. No, really. I thought that was that was valuable programming notes. Yeah, early Christmas music is the worst. Yeah, so, anyway. That's all I got. Oh, that was a good issue. Um, Thank you. It's Thank an assault you. on everyone's senses. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. And then people, there's people will be like, well, some of those people, they ring the bells because that's the way that they get, like, their meals that night by working with the bells. Like, well... Sounds like the Salvation Army isn't providing a lot of charity then if they're making people fucking ring bells in order to get some goddamn food. That's your whole purpose. (sighs) Fuckers. Anyway. This has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next week. See ya. If you want to call into the Here's What I Don't Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434, or you can upload a voicemail to our Discord, which we'll link to in the episode listing below. Um, so we've got a bunch of voicemails this week. I figured. Uh, and I think we have like 10. Who boy. Yeah. So these these are here. These are from uh, Chaos Cowboy on Reddit. Let me know if the volume's too much for you. Howdy, boys. It's your old buddy, Chaos Cowboy, calling in to give you congratulations on getting to season three of Here's What I Don't Get. I was saddened to hear that Uncle Buck was leaving the show. 
As a family man myself, I gotta say though, I think he's making the right decision. Life is full of sacrifices and opportunity costs are there for everything. You're not God and you can't be everywhere. Family's gotta be the most important thing to any man with a family. You have to prioritize your life like this and your family has to come first. Buck, you always have my respect. I love you, man. You're one of the best parts of this show, and I'm going to miss you. But i got to tell you, dude, never regret, never doubt that you did the right thing. you got to look back and just enjoy what you had and move on with your life. Enjoy your family, man. That's the best thing ever. People without families will never understand. As for here's what I don't get going forward, it's funny to me that there's no original hosts left on the show. <laughs> it's all the whole new cast. I don't know if every season's are going to have a new host, but I can tell you this. I promise you, this is my ultimatum. If Stove is ever given a spot on the show <laughs> as a host, I will disavow this show and every past and future host, and I will never listen to it again. This guy was playing the long, this guy was playing the long con. Thanks for playing my call, boys. I really oh, love boy. your show, and uh, I'll be seeing you. This has been Chaos Cowboy. <laughs> That was all build yeah. up just to tell Stove to go fuck himself. I was gonna himself, say basically. that guy has an amazing voice. I thought he was gonna send yeah. me like a, some life insurance or a catheter or something. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So and then here's one. This this is from this is from a long time fan of the show on our Google Voice page. Danny here. Now you guys mentioned the whole thing about phones being pieces of shit and breaking and somebody asked why don't think people have phone insurance well let me explain to you why phone insurance is horseshit here's what i don't get ding 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 phone insurance because you're paying like 12 dollars a month more for this crap and what do you get for it a 50 to 100 dollar deductible so after your phone is over a year old and outside of the warranty it's a year old thing, you have to pay a hundred dollars to fix it with the insurance. And it's for an old ass fucking phone. What is the point of this? Most people are switching out their phone after two years anyway. Why don't you just keep your crappy phone for a little bit and then after two years go your next phone anyway, save the extra money instead of paying for a stupid fucking deductible plus you're paying twelve dollars a month. It is a scam. It is complete horseshit. And that is why people carry around broken piece of shit iPhones. Did you did you understand any of that? Zero percent. Yeah, so I have I have the Google voice here and uh it's it's pretty legible too. Danny, yeah, yeah, you gave me to Jeannie, debt stones, Dean, piece of shit, and breaking it somebody a legacy people. If any changes, Daniel iPhone even sharing it horseshit. It's what are and what's funny is horseshit. Horseshit is horseshit, but shit was is s asterisk asterisk asterisk. It's what are you okay? You can give me phony Jared if you got you're paying that twelve dollars too much Norfolk trip, and what you get for it if fifty two hundred dollars. 
It's $5,200 deductible. So after your phone in over a year ago that the warranty did you hearing you have to pay $100? Question mark to fix it. What the insurance and before I told you I fucking bad. What did you playing the game? Question mark. Most people at reconnect your phone after two years anyway. Why don't you just grab the phone for a little bit again after two years? Good evening, son. Anyway, hey, get you menu to be paying for seven fucking a guest book that you pay in full. You may understand. It's a voice shit. And yeah, that yeah. is why people care, man. Broken piece of shit either. Dude, voice to text, voice voicemails are the best thing. Oh man, it's this that's really funny. He was talking about we talked about like why don't people use phone insurance to replace their phones mm-hmm. and he's saying that it's a scam, but you know, as someone who's broken my phone and had to pay full price for a new phone, phone yeah. insurance is totally worth it, especially cuz my current phone insurance after I had my phone my like the first year my phone deductible was $100. Mm-hmm. The second year my phone deductible was $50. Mm-hmm. Now my phone deductible is $25. So I could literally take my phone right now and just fucking smash it into pieces and in 2 days have a brand new phone. Yep. There you go. 25 bucks. No problem at all. Uh here's a here's one from the Discord from Maddie P. Hey, Tab, it's me, Uncle Buck, from the great state of North Carolina. This is how I talk. Anyway, I just had a thought while I was eating my grits here. I'm just going to leave you a voicemail to tell you to remember, and I won't bring it up on the show, to remember to not play any angry stove voicemails. Uh, thank you. Uh, that was all. So, uh, bye-bye. Stove didn't send any voicemails this week, so uh. that should make him pretty happy. Here's another one from Chaos Cowboy. I like the intro Howdy music. Boys, it's your old buddy, Chaos Cowboy, calling in with an issue for Tab and Tim to kick around. Oh, hey, this one's for you. Yeah. Here's what I don't get. <laughs> people who live vicariously through other people's children. Uh, Every week I catch up with a guy I know. We'll call him Johnson Power Man. Johnson Power Every Man. Every week he tells me about his life, and he's always going on and on about his nephew. He calls him the diminutive Mick, I think. Well, he's always spending time <laughs> with what the this kids, is about. contributing to the kid's life, being a, being a good influence on him, and helping him jump over sand dunes and such. Well, the only issue I see is he's spending all this time with the kid, and the kid isn't even his. <laughs> you know, with his brothers or something. And I hear this all the time, full-grown men, full-grown women, not really... Uh, not really wanting to have kids of their own, not really trying to start a family or anything, but then as soon as somebody else introduces a kid into their life, they're all over it. Yep. It's yeah. like they know what they really want, but they can't get the guts up to do it because they're too busy drinking and playing video games and acting like a full-grown child. You know, you can be a child or you can be an adult with children of your own. You know, I've even heard people say that having a pet's about the same thing as having a child. Say, yeah. Then, of course, when you bring a child around... Those same people can't keep their hands off of them. It's like, come on. You know what you're missing. I don't get it. I don't get why people don't want to be like Uncle Buck or something. Anyways, it's time for me to mosey on out of here. This has been Chaos Cowboy on Here's What I Don't Get. So do you, do you want me to explain to you the, the joke that he's telling there? or no, do you, do you want me to... Okay, so Johnson Power Man... Johnson, Dick, Power Man, Masterson. Uh-huh. 
Uh, and the diminutive Mick is he calls his nephew the little Irishman. So gotcha. he, that was a that was a joke about Dick Masterson. That's one that would soar over your head. It's yeah. Um, but like, but you know, uh, here's another issue, one from. I was gonna say real quickly oh, is that no, uh, go ahead. You know, you don't have to deal with that kid twenty four seven. That is Same true. That's that's one of the that's the one of the best parts about being like the kid not fucking being yours is that you can basically you get to be the fun one. Yeah. And there's zero discipline involved. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I feel that. Uh, here's another one from the Google voicemail. Hey guys, it's Sage. So yeah. here's what I don't get: overthinking and intentionally drawing things out. There are two different department heads and an IT guy that are all three, I guess, working on a Christmas tree or holiday tree uh, that there's nothing on it. They just set it up. They just fucking stood it up and it's sitting there with nothing on it. And they're fucking talking about what they're going to do with it, I guess. And nothing's getting done. It's been a fucking day and they have done nothing but fucking talk about it. It's, they're just wasting so much fucking time doing nothing. Stop fucking doing it. Jesus Christ. All right. Bye. Yeah. So people, people not like making their job take way too fucking long all the time. Yeah. That is a, that is a super annoying issue. Yeah. Just do it. Get it done with. Just, just do it, like Shia LaBeouf says. Yep. This one, uh, here's another one from Matty P, and he described this one as being about science stuff. Ooh, great. Hi, guys. Matty P here calling in in response to the handle breakers uh, question about the the brain and falling asleep and jerking awake and things. Um, the phenomenon he described where you're falling asleep and then you feel like you're falling and your legs kick out and you panic a little bit, that's a thing called a hypnic jerk. And what happens there is the part of the brain that monitors the inner ear, the inner ear being the part that tells you when you're falling or spinning or where you are in space at any given time. When the part of the brain that monitors that falls asleep, but other parts of your brain are still awake, the sudden switch off of that input uh, just tells your body that it's falling to its death. And so your, your, your body reacts and panics uh, as a reflex. Mm. Uh, so that's what that is. Uh, keep up the good work. Bring Hammer on again. Uh, Thanks for the info. Yeah. Our bodies are fucking stupid, man. They are. They're really poorly, piss poorly designed when you think about it. It's almost as if they were not designed at all. Yeah. Like I fell down and, you know, my hand just immediately stopped working. <laughs> it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's one. This one says it's from Bill Shatner. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Tab and Tim. It's me, Bill Shatner. I wanted to call in to the show to congratulate. Here's what I don't get on reaching season three. I'm a big fan of the show. Tab, I'm sorry we couldn't meet. The rest of the show, I'll be listening for the rest of the season. I'm excited to meet Tim. He sounds like he'll be a valuable member of the crew. Finally. I want to say goodbye to an old friend, Uncle Buck. Of all the podcast hosts I've known, he was the most human. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man well it's good to know that William Shatner is a huge fan of the show I really appreciate that captain uh, <laughs> keep up the good work <laughs> let me know if you have any legal advice there um, from the people over at Boston Legal and there's here's one from also from our voicemail hey fellas this is a Stifilis from the evergreen state of Washington now, you'll have to excuse me because I'm uh, playing catch-up and I'm a couple episodes behind. But I just listened to the one where Tab starts off by talking about his shitty Apple computer that doesn't work. So, here's what I don't get. What is the deal with Apple? How is it that they, why do people want to spend way too much money on devices that are mediocre? Yep. So, looking at the brand new 13-inch MacBook Air, the cheapest laptop Apple has to offer. 1.8 gigahertz dual-core Intel processor. 128 gigabytes storage. 8 gigabytes DDR3 RAM. And Intel HD Graphics 6000, whatever the hell that means. A thousand bucks. A thousand bucks for a laptop that Dell was making seven years ago. Where... What's the what's the draw to this? It's skinny and it Why does nice. anyone feel like that's worth a thousand dollars? If you were to spend a thousand dollars on a PC, you'd have a you know, an incredibly powerful machine, not this one point eight gigahertz dual core Intel I five processor, not this bullshit eight gigabytes DDR three memory, not one hundred twenty eight gigabytes storage. Where is it? Someone please tell me, what am I missing out on? How is this a thing? How does Apple sell so many goddamn products? How is it that they are considered to be the innovators of the best shit? You know, what's going on here? What am I missing out on? Why does anyone pay these prices for this ridiculous shit? If Dell came out with a laptop with these specs and charged a thousand bucks for it, they'd be laughed out of fucking town. How is this a thing? Someone, please tell me. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Like, my, so my computer is a thousand dollars. It's a seventeen inch touchscreen Windows ten machine with a dual hard drive, uh, one terabyte solid state. <clears throat> no, no, no. It was uh, it was originally it was a uh, two fifty six solid state yeah. um, drive, and then an additional three terabyte traditional hard disk drive yeah. uh it's got you know fancy sound system it's got biometric access with the touch touch mm-hmm. screens i have four usb ports an hdmi port a, a sd card reader yeah. cat 5 connector power connector blu-ray disk drive um it's a got a intel core i7 quad core yeah. processor it's got 16 gigabytes of ram thousand bucks or i can get the you know this computer that he's describing for a thousand dollars that its major feature is that it looks nice it's it's slim and it looks nice yeah it's, and so i have i have this mac i got it i got it because a friend got a new mac for twenty five hundred dollars got a new mac a 15 inch mac so mm-hmm. they got rid of their 13 inch mac yep. that didn't work anymore because it, it was slow with this and it was slow with that and yada 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 so i took that computer this was like the last model that they made where you could actually take it apart. Yep. Took it apart, upgraded the the RAM from four gigabytes to sixteen, 
upgraded the hard drive from a traditional to a solid state yep. 512 gigabyte solid state drive replaced the battery with a brand new battery and the the brand new 15 inch macbook that they got and this one boot up in almost the same amount of time yeah solid state drives make it boot up super fast. yeah and and that was really the issue was that it was an old hard drive it was yeah. a small hard drive it was like a 256 gigabyte traditional hard drive and it just it was old yeah it was old and full and it, and it, it the battery died all the time because the battery was dying like, which is always the first thing to go on laptops and the only thing i fucking use this thing for is for sound purposes because q lab is only made for mac and that's mm-hmm. what's playing all the sound that's, effects and that's most the only of reason the i'm MP3s. in the mac ecosphere is for um logic yeah but then my traditional the my actual work computer so like when i was in chicago this weekend i had to take both computers like just in case i was going to be doing any sound work mm-hmm. i needed to have this other computer so i'm carrying around two fucking computers because i because i try and work on this 13 inch computer and it's like this is a child's computer yeah <laughs> Like I, I work on mine. I, I have used two screens, one's 22 inches, one 17 inches for drafting. That's incredible mm-hmm. for audio editing. It's nice. Cause I can throw up my, my workspace on one screen play. See, see that I can work on, like I'll play a video game or something on the other and listen, and then I can just pause and swap, you know, swap screens, work on what I need to work on, play again, jump back to the game. Man, I can't. I, I I can barely function with one screen on this one. I need like a little USB screen, but I can't use the USB screen because the fucking thing only has two USB ports. Yeah. At least it has a disk drive, thank God. Because that's the other thing. Nothing comes with disk drives anymore. Yeah. My computer, which cost me twelve hundred dollars, Windows doesn't let you play Blu-rays or DVDs natively in yeah, Windows Ten anymore. Yeah. You have to buy an app. Yeah. Windows Media Player used to just play everything. Yeah. Like, I fucking paid for this. Why would you sell a computer that has a Blu-ray drive if there's not a way to play it? Fortunately, I found a third-party software that does it. LeoWoo, if you're if anyone wants a, a media player. Oh, so that's, uh, let's see, that's the one last one from the voicemail. We've got one more from Jay on the Discord. Gentlemen, it's Jay again, recording at home this time, so there shouldn't be any drop-offs or audio troubles, though I may be a little quiet because uh, everyone else in the apartment is asleep. Anyway. Wake him up. Here's what I don't get. Ding, ding, ding. Opinion allergies. I've seen a swath of preemptive warnings on Facebook. Things like, please don't divide the left on my profile. Please don't spread white supremacy on my profile. First, in every case I've come across, no one is doing it. (laughs) Second, I want to ask one of these folks, but I can't. Since I share a school with them, who's this warning for? Anyone they're friends with wouldn't do it, and anyone who would honestly consider doing it, either for real or for, you know, the sake of shaking the hug box, sure as shit wouldn't be dissuaded by a tiny phrase on someone's profile picture. It's not only not necessary, it's the symptom of a much more serious issue, which is people who want to be exempt from anything they might potentially dislike just be hermetically sealed in a fucking bubble where they don't have to examine their beliefs or, God forbid, have a discussion with someone with different views. I, uh, anyway, that was that was all I got. Also, I'm behind on episodes, but I just saw the description for 53, and all I have to say is thank you, Buck. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to you and Joel. And then you and Tab bounce off each other. I'm sad to see you go, but excited for what comes next. And at the risk of being that guy, if you ever want someone to take a look at your computer gremlins, let me know. Stay furious, gents. Thanks, Jay. 
Uh, I'm sure if Buck were here, he'd appreciate the sentiment. So I'm, yeah. we're glad you're sticking with the show too. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good issue. I I don't have Facebook anymore. But do you run into that ever? I mean, you're you're on Facebook almost as much as I am. Yeah, pretty much. So no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still you still have the link though, unfortunately. Yep. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it in like the real world where people don't want to talk about things that make them uncomfortable. And it's just like, how do you grow as a human being if you're always hiding from you, yourself? You don't. Yeah. No. That's a good issue. I really hate those people. Yep. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add to these? No, I think that's a. Uh, I think we're good. Yeah. Well, a little, a little bit longer than than we were aiming for but uh, you know we had to get all those those up those voicemails played so yep. uh, if you have something you want to chime in on the show about call us at the phone number 704-750-9434 or join us on discord we're chatting there all the time um you can we have a, a special channel on the discord called voicemail upload and you can you know um you can upload a file directly as long as it's under eight meg- megabytes, I believe. Uh, Matty P uses a, a software called Vocaroo, which is a web a web hosting for it. Uh, people post their voicemails up in there, and then you know we download them and play them on the show. Uh, and if you really need to, you can email them, and you can just contact one of us, and we'll give you the email to send it to. Uh, but thanks for listening, everybody. This has been here's what I don't get. Bye bye. Bert. Oh, I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. We'll catch you next week. See you.